podcast, your songs, your art, your coaching, your dog park, whatever it is you're doing, if you're not talking about it or asking people to leave a review or asking people to rate you on Facebook, you're Jeffin. I've been guilt tripped a lot. Honestly, that's what it is. I've been guilt tripped a lot and I don't want to guilt trip people. But asking is not guilt tripping, and I need to understand that distinction. So for me, that's the issue, and maybe some of our listeners will resonate with that. For for most listeners, it's probably fear of rejection. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up in your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. No matter where you are now or where you've been, there is a next level. We bring you seven episodes a week, six of which are solo episodes with Kevin and myself and one world-class guest to help you get there. This podcast is proudly sponsored by our friend and mentor, David Meltzer of The Playbook Podcast. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was last week's live Q&A, How Do You Set Boundaries with People You've Outgrown? Today, for episode number 788, we're going to talk about having the courage to ask. Oh, yeah. Taryn and I went to, uh, it was one of her friend's birthdays and there was, there's this place in Boston called tall ship. And it's like this outside thing in the Harbor. And there's like a pirate ship and it's like lawn games. It's a really cool, really cool venue. But when we were walking in town, was like, Oh no, I forgot my ID in the car and you have to be 21 to get in. And part of me was like, why don't we just go ask and just say like, look, we're both 21. Like we forgot. Like, come on, like, do we really have to go all the way back to the car and get our ID? Like, come on. And the other part of me that is too afraid to ask was like, I didn't even go up to them and ask. Just turned around and walked 15 minutes back to the car. I think it comes from, in my, in my experience, it comes from rejection. Yeah. I, it's the same thing of like, and I think you're good at this, which is going to be interesting for this episode, but you've always been the person to go, you're like, yeah, I'll ask whatever. Like, what do we want to ask? Or you're the person, you know what I mean? I think I'm good with strangers, Kev. I don't think I'm as good when it comes to close personal relationships. Mm-hmm. And this will be an exploratory episode for those listening because I want to be vulnerable and upfront. The reason we're doing this episode is because I realize that I never ask for referrals. You know, I, I, I've been coaching for four years now. And I have dozens of clients at this point, and I never, I never just sit them down and say, "Hey, um, you've told me countless times how much I've changed your life. Like, is there anyone that you think I could also help?" I just don't do that, and I don't know why, Kev. Because you're right. When it comes to like us traveling and stuff, I'll always go up just to ask. I think when it comes to the heart, it's a vulnerability thing. I think. Hmm. Why do you think it? For me, I think it's rejection. But outside of your experience. And we've I, we've asked Dave this. We've asked a lot of people this. Why do you think people are afraid to ask? I think most people are afraid to be rejected. I do. I think for me, I think that it's it comes down to it's almost like. And I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to rumble with this with myself a little bit here on the podcast live. It has to do with like I almost feel guilty ha- asking, maybe or. 
Yeah, like I don't want them to feel guilty. That's what it is. I don't want to guilt other people. So for example, uh, hey, you've told me how much you've changed. I've changed your life with my coaching. Like, hey, do you mind um, referring me someone that I could also help? It's like, I don't want them to feel guilty if they don't do it. Hmm. I think that's, I, I don't think I have a good relationship with guilt tripping. So um, I'll just tell this brief story because I've told it on the podcast before. I remember I guilt tripped Kevin once and I'll never forget this because I, I don't ever influence with guilt. I try hard not to influence with guilt. And uh, Kevin and I helped some friends move and they promised us pizza after the move. And Kevin, it was like way longer than we expected. And um, Kevin wanted to leave. He's like, I gotta UF, go. UFC, UFC on. Was on. Yeah, exactly. UFC was on. And I was like, you're not going to stay and eat pizza. And I like made him feel guilty for leaving. And I'll never forget that because that's not in my opinion, positive influence. That's manipulation. And maybe I have to figure out why I consider asking to be guilt tripping when in reality it's, I think in a lot of ways, maybe it comes from, I feel like I've been guilt tripped a lot in my life of like, Oh, why did you say that? Or why did you do that? Or how come you didn't come to my, my, you know, party or whatever, or how come, how come you don't ever text me that kind of shit? Honestly, um, I used to have friends that did that all the time. How come you never text me? How come you don't text me? I don't care. You know what I mean? I think my relationship with this, I've never once been like, I've never once said, how come you never text me? Never. You've never heard me say anything like that. No. Uh, Kev, how come you never reach out? I've been guilt tripped a lot. Honestly, that's what it is. I've been guilt tripped a lot and I don't want to guilt trip people. But asking is not guilt tripping and I need to understand that distinction. So for me, that's the issue and maybe some of the, our listeners will resonate with that. For for most listeners, it's probably fear of rejection. Well, and going back to 786, recognizing your patterns. Alan just did that in live, like in real time. He just went through his, his patterns. It's interesting. I'm afraid to break rapport. And when if you listen to 783, we had Phil M. Jones on. Best episode. Like my favorite episode. I loved Phil. Like Phil's a super nice person, even behind the scenes. Like just a good person. Yeah. You'll hear me at the end say, hey, Phil, do you mind if I ask one more question? That's like very uncomfortable for me, genuinely, because I don't want him to think I'm taking his time for granted. Yeah. That, that was very hard for me to do that. And it was literally a challenge of like, I had to work up the courage to do it on the air. And I want to share that because I don't know any if anybody would necessarily recognize that, but that's a fear I have for sure. It's interesting. I don't feel like that bothers me. Does the thing I described bother you? Not really. No, no, because for me, it's not in, in you and I kind of talked about this. It's like, Hey, I've been coaching you for a long time and I know you've gotten a lot of results. Is there anybody else in your life that would benefit from the results you've gotten? That's, that's it. Like that's the, that doesn't bother you. No, no. Interesting. I wonder if it's because I provide a service or a product really, you know, I believe in next level podcast solutions. I, I, it's a, thing i don't know i don't I know i think if... i'm afraid to make them feel guilty for not doing it for not having done it maybe fair i right. don't know i'm gonna rumble with that but i'm gonna start asking more and that's really the intention for this episode with kevin and, Bo and i it's like ask more because dude phil phil wasn't mad at you no he, he was happy yeah he was thrilled he Pumped. was happy and yeah. this is one of the other points you and i have had people there was somebody i was coaching for a while and 
this person has a podcast. It's small. It's not a big podcast, not super successful. This person isn't like an expert with a big following or anything like that. But this person asked me multiple times, like, hey, I would love to come on your podcast. And every time I was like, honestly, it's it's going to be a no because we're we're really looking for top of the top. But I'm grateful you asked. Like, I appreciate you having the courage to ask. Right. Like that to me built credibility. It actually made me respect the person more. Even though it was a no, I respected right. the fact that they had the courage to ask. to ask. You ever, you ever, um, this is a, a good deeper layer. Uh, when you go up to the counter at Walmart or wherever grocery store and they say, Hey, do you want to donate to the, uh, Jimmy fund mm-hmm. or whatever? It's like, I always feel guilty. And then because I feel guilty and don't want to donate out of guilt, I choose not to donate because I want to donate because I want to donate, not because of guilt. So I think it's my relationship with guilt. That's interesting. And maybe I'm afraid to ask because I don't want people to feel guilty if they don't do it. I want them to make their own choices. When in reality, it's like they get to make a choice. That's why you ask. You don't tell. Hmm. And and I'm going to definitely dig on this, but Maybe some of the listeners will resonate with that as well because I mean I'm I know you've probably experienced that too of like have you felt guilty when you're like no I've never said no you've never said no to the donation I don't I I I don't know if I'll say never but I cannot consciously remember a time where I've said no no I say yes like every time every time I go to PetSmart I donate every every single time without fail it's like a buck or two bucks or whatever but right. like that's for me it's like yeah of course I want to. And it's not out of guilt. Mm-mm. No. It's literally on the pin pad. I could just say no. Nobody would know. I just say, like, yes, I, I like to. It makes me feel good. It's fire. It's awesome. I, in a and way, I, I donate too, but not when I get asked. I appreciate the ask because I would never know if you didn't tell me. It's a great point. It's a great you know? point. I appreciate the the ask. And for me, it's like I was on the phone the other day with a cable company. Nicest person. Like, so nice. So supportive. So awesome. Like, we were having a good time. And I think she asked if I would, I don't know if she did. I don't think she did. Give but her if, a review. If she right. asked, I probably would have. But she didn't. And I got an email later and I didn't do it. Like she I just wish she would have asked me because I would have done it for her. I it's won't do it point. for the, I won't do it for the company. I'll do it for her. It's a great and that's point. my that's my own stuff. Hi, I'm Jennifer Herbitz. So last year I wanted to quit everything. I wanted to throw in the towel. I wanted to hang up my microphone. And Kevin said, no. Kevin said, keep going, Jen. You've got this. And oh my God, I'm going to cry. And I did. Um, Coaches need coaches, y'all. And working with Kevin has been one of the best experiences of my life. Oh my God, I'm crying. Kevin, you are the best. I could not do this without you. And, um, Thank you. Thank you for being you and the amazing human that you are. But I I think that you really have to figure out, like, if you have a business, and this is so common. This yeah. is so common. If you're an early entrepreneur and you don't talk about your product, your service, your podcast, your songs, your art, your coaching, your dog park, whatever it is you're doing, if you're not talking about it or asking people to leave a review or asking people to rate you on Facebook. You're Jeffin. Kev, this is why we don't have a lot of reviews. I never ask. 
I never oh, we, ask. Well, I don't know why. I got to get better at this. If you're listening, please leave us a review on Apple. That's please, it. if this if this show has given you genuine value, please, please take the time. I I reviewed a show today. Um, who Ted Fells and Eric the thirty Triggs, the thirty yeah. minute hour the thirty minute hour, and I basically said they they had a really well structured show, great questions, and they were hilarious. Um, and I just said that. It's like I just express my truth. You know what else is interesting? Um, I sent an email to a, a potential client recently, and in the email, I said all of my clients have given me permission to give you their Instagram handles. Like, reach out to them if you if you want to know what their experience has been. So it's not like I'm afraid that they're going to say poor things about me. I I just don't. I think I just don't want to make people feel guilty. Maybe because I feel guilty. So maybe that's just a me thing, and that's yeah. not actually a. And I didn't realize, but yet you said that you feel like you have a thing about opening doors and having them be locked. Oh yeah, which I think that's a whole fear of rejection thing going on. I remember you and Danielle yeah. Murr early, early on the hyperconscious days. Yeah. You guys totally connected on that, and I'm like, what? Yeah, I would never ever worry about that. If it's locked, I'd be like, okay, like yeah. I just go around or whatever. Like that, that would never bother me in a million years. So it, it's different, different strokes for different folks, and I think all of us would benefit from asking more because it's like, this is the analogy I'm going to use. It's like when you're at BJ's and the, Hey, do you want to try a free sample? It's like, you ever been to the mall and they, the Umi chicken and they ask, like, Hey, do you want some of the Umi mm-hmm. chicken? Oh, Providence place mall. I haven't been back. there in a, a long time. Dude, they had the best Umi chicken in the world, man. And they had it like um, on a tray with little toothpicks. Uh, right outside a hot topic. I'm just joking. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm dating myself back in the nineties and I never even went into hot topic, hot topic. My sister did, but they would always ask like, do you want a free sample? Oh my God. I would hammer those. Mm-hmm. Of course I do. Absolutely. I want a free sample. It's the best chicken ever. So anyways, I'm going to ask more Dave. I think it was Dave or it might've been our client, John Larito, who's been on here before. Somebody said it on their podcast or in their, in their content where, Home Depot, yeah, right. Home Depot, when you're checking out, asks if you want to. What What do they ask? If you want to donate? Yeah, something like that. And, and they're and like it went up by like a thousand percent. Yeah, because because people don't ask. Yeah, but the kiosk always does. Always does because it doesn't care. It doesn't have any feelings. It doesn't have any feelings. Yeah. It's so if you have fear of rejection or fear of making people feel guilty or fear of asking, whatever it is, you got to get over it. Um. I'm committed to this. As a matter of fact, I sent a audio to Amy, the Amy that everyone on this podcast knows. Yeah. Um, and I said, Amy, while I was on the phone with Kevin, I got a ladybug in here, man. Um, Don't kill it. Don't kill it. It'll rain. No, no, of course not. So it'll rain. That's a thing. What? I've, I've heard it. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Okay. I read it on the internet. I read it on the internet. So it it's must be true. true. It's got to yeah. be true. Um, and I, I sent an audio saying, Amy, I've been coaching you for four years and I have noticed that you've never really, um, sent any other clients my way that you think would benefit from my coaching. You've told me countless times that I've changed your life. Is there anyone in your life that you think, you know, would benefit from, from my work? You know, and she sent me a message recently saying that, you know, therapists, coaches, like all these other people, they've never been able to do for me what you have. And it's like, I appreciate that. I do, but let me, let me do that for other people. Let me help other people. And um, so anyways, again, I'm make, making this episode a lot about me, but it's not, it's about this concept. Because this has been a major bottleneck. Do you remember when we were in Florida and Mama Zani, Mama Z, yep. Mama Z sent us money 
and said, I want you guys to practice receiving. Mm-hmm. It was a hundred bucks. I think we went and got tacos. Do you know, this is interesting too. Do you know what we did with that money? Do you remember exactly what we did? I think we went and got tacos, right? Yeah. Me, you and Eddie Panero and we paid for it. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's right. like, that's who we are. It's like, Oh, free money. Cool. Eddie, we're going to pay for your lunch. And your yeah, dinner. exactly. And that's supposed to be the flow. Yeah. You know, it's like a receiving it. and a giving. Yeah. Should have stashed, stashed it under the mattress. What are your thoughts? Yeah. So, and I think it's beautiful. Alan is going through it, figuring this out. So that's the, we were coming up with the topic right before recording this episode. And we were like, what do we want to talk about? And we had this conversation. I said, we should do an episode on it because I bet you a lot of people struggle with that. Maybe if, if your self-worth is low, you're going to be afraid to ask because you don't feel like you deserve it. That's one thing for sure. I've, I've definitely dealt with that. I, I don't like to inconvenience people. So if I was to go into a restaurant and they close at midnight and I get there at 1130, like I'm not, if they say, yeah, we close in a half hour, I'm not going to say like, Hey, would you mind cooking me some food? Like I'm, I'll be like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm, I'm that's, I'm good. I because get you don't like being inconvenienced. No, exactly. It's interesting. Right I before this episode, I know we got to go, but it is. Um, we, what made us do this episode is Kevin and I were, I just want to give some context. Please. We have a alignment score of all of our clients in our business. And the alignment score consists of six categories right now. This used to be the old MIM score. The first category is mastery. Second category is impact. Third category is money, AKA profitability. There's a fourth, fifth, and sixth category. The fourth one is referrals. The fifth one is long-term business growth. In other words, like a client might come in with one part of the business and then also want website stuff and also want podcast stuff and also want business coaching. Right. And then the last one was, um, what? So ease of ease of client. In other words, you know, clients that are easy to work with and kind and aligned because some clients, you know, are a little fussier for lack of better phrase. Sure. And we did, you know, it's broken up into Kevin's clients and my clients. And we realized that Kevin has high referral scores on like most of his clients. And I was like getting goose eggs on every single one. And I'm like, what is going on? And so then we talked earlier today and Kevin's like, honestly, Alan, I've been asking. I've been like asking them like, Hey, do you know of anyone else starting a podcast? Mm-hmm. I'll give you, you know, whatever for referral fee. It's like, Oh, I never ask. I never ask. And so that's what brought this up. If you're, if you're like me and never ask, there's something going on there and it's the only wrong answer is to not work on it. Next level nation. This was a, this was a heavy one, but a good one. I think it's important for us to share what we're going through as we're going through it, because that's when you're learning and growing and evolving and you're feeling it the most. So that's, I think when you can add the most, I don't want to say value, but the most emotion on it, you know, now more than ever, we love you. We appreciate all of you. Uh, Alan and I are opening up, Group number five for group coaching, January 4th, 2022, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Mm-hmm. Only taking 10 people. We already have several signed up. So make sure if if you want 2022 to be the best year of your life and you don't want to have resolutions that just go away and you reuse next year, do something different this year. It's affordable and it will change your life genuinely. We've had so many amazing, amazing testimonials from that. And we would love to have you in that group. Speaking of asking, I'm going to ask each and every one of you listening to attend Next Level Live, which will be March 26th. True or false? March uh, 26th? Semi-true, I think. Semi-true? I'll check. March 26th, I believe. It's a Saturday, <clears throat> 2022, and it'll be in Worcester, Massachusetts. We are not certain of the venue, but we have a hell of a speaker lineup. 
um, and there's a lot more information to come. And I just want to announce it now so that you can mark your calendars. March 26th, 2022, a Saturday, Next Level Live, our 13-person global virtual team is so pumped and you'll get to meet the entire team. You'll get to meet the speakers. We have three different types of tickets. We have standard admission, $147. We have VIP admission, which is front row seating, which is $247. And then we have VIP networking dinner, you know, um, premium package, which is $997. We're only doing 10 of those. And so it's 100 tickets total, 70 will be standard, 20 will be VIP, and then 10 will be where you literally go to dinner with the entire uh, speaking lineup. Strong work. Thanks, brother. Yeah. Next Level Nation tomorrow for episode number 789, Strategy Saturday, a simple way to understand relationship conflict. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Couldn't do it without you. And we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you tomorrow. Please reach out. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you as always for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. One podcast episode can change your life forever. If you got value from this episode, please share it with someone you care about deeply. And we will talk to you on the next one.